Hey, what's going on? This is Gemini Exotica. This is episode 10. This episode is titled Glory, Destroyer of Depression. Is things going well? I'm just uh I'm just doing everything I'm not supposed to be doing right now. But the thing is, it's like doing what you're not supposed to be doing is so much better than doing what you're supposed to do that it's really, really hard to to then do what you're supposed to do over not doing doing everything you're not supposed to. It's just the the common trend of my life here. But um um in in light of that, I have a I have a little story. So here we go. In a village, there lived a small child. You know, not alone, the small child didn't murder everyone in the village. In the village was a small child, and along with the small child, there was also uh, people who were various sizes, from small to large. Um, you know, he was a normal he was a normal child, uh, sized for I guess a third world country. You know, he was small because he was malnourished. Okay. There was a small child that lived in the village, and um, and his name was, uh, was, okay, we established third world. So his name is, uh, his name is John. No, John is not a third world name, okay? That's like a third world name post-colonialism. It's like just ethnic children with little white names. <laughs> okay, his name is, uh, his name is Faquel, and Faquel... Uh, lived on a dairy farm, um, but the cows didn't make milk, and everyone in the village was vegan. So basically, uh, he lived in a on a cow field. Um, and uh, and and Fiquel would just do everything he wasn't supposed to. Right, he would stay out late at night touching the neighborhood cats. He would pay to touch cats late night, right? You know, because like, you know, his, his milk, you know, he would bring the milk from the the cow field dairy farm he lived on and, uh, and he would pay the cats with them so he could pet them. He would never do any of his homework. He would, his teacher would see Fakewell and he would eye him because he was a pervert. No, the teacher would never touch a small boy. Um... The teacher would never touch a small boy in the town full of cats that would be able to touch. Okay, the teacher would eye Fakewell, right? And he would say, Fakewell, where's your homework? And Fakewell would say, oh, my cow ate... No, I didn't do it, okay? I don't care about school, and I don't care about you, the teacher, okay? Screw you, I didn't do my homework. And, um... Which would be a great answer from a kid as to why why didn't you do your homework. Yeah, screw you. I didn't feel like doing it. What are you going to do about it? Give me a detention? All right, give it to me. I have to be here legally, and legally, you can't touch me. <laughs> but, um, and worst off, Fakewell would litter, okay? He would just find a nice babbling brook, clear as a crystal, and just dump toxic waste into it. Overall, Fakewell just did everything he was not supposed to do. Every day, Fakewell would do these things. Well, the townspeople got fed up, all right? And they grabbed Fakewell by his earlobes 
and they squeezed him and they dragged him through the streets by his earlobes. And his mother was crying, Fiquil, Fiquil. And they said, no, your son has caused enough havoc. He's got to go. And they grabbed Fiquel and they threw him out of town. Um, Fiquel on the outskirts, he was roughed up and he was scratched and he laid there for a while and he got up and he began walking. And at first he hated the town, right? He, he despised how they treated him and they didn't allow him to say why he did those things. He, he, he claimed to be happy that he was thrown out. He was happy to be gone, you know, and he was walking and then Fickwell noticed the sun started setting and his stomach started rumbling and he was walking for a long time and he was miles away from the town and he didn't know where he was and he had no means to get any food and his legs started to get hurt, hurting. And now he began to, to think about his actions and he started hating the town a bit less and then it became cold and he was getting tired and and then he started thinking about the town and he said maybe maybe the town is a gift that I may abused and Fiquel considered going back and apologizing to all the people but just as he got that thought he turned a corner and he saw a group of lights in the distance and it was a new town and now he didn't have to go back and apologize. So Fiquel just ended up uh, moving from town to town, wreaking havoc uh, until he was sentenced to death in the fall of 1832, uh, the end. So that was a beautiful story of, um, you know, not learning your lessons. Because when you, when you don't learn your lessons and you screw up badly enough, you just move. That's how uh, immigration originally started, because like people were just like, ah, I hate you. I hate you. You know what? I'm leaving. Okay. Yeah, I'm getting out of here. It's like moving out of your parents' house. You know what? I've had enough of this. I'm not eating the food anymore. You know, you're always in my stuff. Uh, um, you're always asking me, why are you coming home so late? And don't worry about it. I'm doing my, I'm petting cats. Okay. I'm petting cats out and I'm, I'm polluting Brooks, leave me alone, okay? So it's like, that's how we got the first immigrant. You just screw up enough and you go, you know? I mean, what do you think? Like, like you get to, you know, you started in some place. Like, imagine being the guy that just wreaked havoc on the town. The town was like, get out of here. You leave, find a better town. You're like, okay, I just used and abused that old town. I'm out. Now I'm better. Yeah, have that karma. Um, but anyways, I, uh, Let's get into some comedy material. How about that? Um, so we have some uh, uh, dilemmas in Texas recently. Some uh, some people would call it human rights. Um, you know, some some people would say that when it's your body, you get to decide what happens to it, right? And you know, I I originally thought it was Roe versus Wake. Like, I thought Roe versus uh, Wake, you know, was a debate over canoeing or boating. And then I was like, oh, Roe versus Wade, I'm such an idiot, you know. But this Roe versus Wade, it's something about abortion. And and I think, I think abortion is bad for women, okay? Not abortions. I'm talking abort. Like, the topic of abortion 
it just adds so much drama to a lady's life. You know, I just think like how much easier it would make if if a if a lady could just will away a baby. And I want to make it very clear. I think abortions are great for for society in general. I I am fully supporting of abortions. I think just the topic of abortion just is a net negative on women cuz it, it it just it, it just oppresses them in so many ways. Uh but like okay, what was I saying? Like wouldn't it just be so much better if a woman could just will the baby away? Like as if, you know, the baby was was some kind of sweat. You just go for a jog and you sweat the baby out. But um I don't know. I have a philosophical thought on the subject. And um, so my thought is this, right? Like, if, if, if a couple could, if, 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 if through sex you could get pregnant, right? And the human being had the ability to will the baby away. Like, you would sit down and you would meditate. If we agree... That is a good skill to have. Like that is a that is a skill that people would desire, right? Like if someone asks you, "Hey, what superpower would you wish for?" We would say, "I can will away pregnancy. No morning after pill. No pull out method. I just sit down, meditate for thirty minutes, and the baby's gone." If we can all agree, that is a great skill to have. Okay, then why can we not have abortions? You know. It is that skill. It's just this, like, kind of the synthetic version of that skill. And I relate it to this. Like, say if someone was like, hey, what superpower do you want? Oh, I want the superpower of flight. Oh, well, let's make a plane. You know, so it's like to have these superpowers, we create things. So if we can all agree that this superpower would be great for people, then why don't we just create something to get that superpower? I think willing a baby away would be an excellent superpower. Um, so that's why I think uh, abortions are good. Um, that doesn't really explain my original Roe versus Wake uh, confusion, but I think um, I think uh, I well the thing is I think nobody has kind of brought up that superpower theory. It's like hey, uh, this would be good. I think that would be good. If you could choose to do this, would you choose to do that? Yeah, why not? Sure. Eh, 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 eh. I don't know. We just... Uh, the, the market will solve it. You see, the free market solves everything. It gave us planes. It gave us chicken parm. And it gave us the uh, ability to dispose of unwanted fetuses. Okay. Um, I notice I have a certain agitation in my life right now where it's like, I have a desire to be amped and relaxed at the same time. It's like, if I could lay in bed, but also be electrified, that would be, that would be ideal, I think. Or like, you know, being electrified in the most comfortable place in the world, right? It's like, I desire safety, but I desire danger. You know, I, I feel like I desire danger, but if I have the danger, I immediately desire safety. You know, it's like, I think I kind of want it to be like, 
I want the danger, but I want the ultimate pullout plan if if necessary. You know what I mean? It's like I don't want to I want to do things that can cause serious injury, death, failure, humiliation. But in the time that those things all may come, I just want to be able to like reverse time or just jump out, which, you know, is kind of impossible. But I feel like, you know, that desire has led to a lot of different anxieties, you know, and anxieties, thoughts are like banshees from hell raining down, you know, I wish I just had like a ratchet or racket and a pitchfork to ward them off, you know, it's like I'm just uh, freaking out at the group dinner, I'm sitting at a in a group I, I did that. I, I went out with a group dinner. I'm sitting at the group feeling intensely alone. That's like getting into bed and feeling intensely awake. And it's such a weird, it's like the brain is, likes to play mind games. And, you know, I don't know. It's weird. I, I think men's anxiety comes from something like we need to conquer something. If we're not conquering, we're anxious, like conquer like an, a mountain, like Mount Everest, you know, and maybe that's why we climbed Mount Everest, right? Because you're like, oh, there can be no, what is up there? There can't be anything that will cause anxiety. And then you get to the top and you find out you're afraid of heights. And then you're thinking, how am I going to get down? I need a bird. I need a this. I need a, that. you know, every time I get anxious now, I, uh, I turn on monk bowl music. That's monk bowl is not a, a marijuana smoking device. It's a, it's a, a music I'll turn that on and meditate. I'll turn on Greek Orthodox chants and lifts and lift. And then, you know, I notice the anxiety is gone. The sadness is gone. I, I, I like to call it like post-lift clarity or post-meditation clarity, where it's like you just kind of do those two things and you're like, oh my God, I can see the universe for what it is. But um, anyways, now I think... Um, I think male anxiety is diminished via conquering, right? Like, we need glory. And that's what makes me think. Like, warriors must have had the least anxiety. Because if they win, they are winners. And if they lost, they died. And if you're dead, it's impossible to have anxiety. You have no thoughts. You have no feelings, right? And I think that's why losing sucks. Because earlier human history, right? Like, we lost. We're too slow. We trip. We die. You know? We, when we lost as cavemen, that pretty much summed up death. You know, it's like if you were too slow or you were in last place, you got eaten by the saber-toothed tiger. So now when we lose, our body is like, uh, hey, you should be dead, right? We, we prepared for death because you didn't score enough baskets in your basketball game. And then you're like, well... I'm not dead, actually. And that even depresses us further because we feel like losers. We feel like we should be dead. So then our brain is like, ah, so you you are a coward then because you were supposed to die, but then you didn't. So that means you you pussied out your coward and you should be embarrassed that you're even still alive right now. And, you know, it's all kind of interesting that our brain would develop in this kind of way, but it allowed us to survive at a certain point. So I guess we can't really blame it, you know, when things need to survive and the only means to 
to to continue living is through survival and doing whatever is necessary. We can't really blame those things for acting a certain way. It's like getting a pit bull from a ASPCA. It's like the dog just ripped the squirrel into 10 pieces. Well, listen, you know, the dog got a beating every day for its life. What do you want me to do? You know, I, I don't know. But anyways, um, you know, I think uh, for men, because we have like this desire to be glorious and we have this desire to conquer, we play games like Call of Duty, you know, and it's like we because it's extreme and it's fun. But, you know, even Call of Duty doesn't I feel like we need something more extreme. And I thought of like this good idea. I was considering reaching out to Boston uh, Robotics, I think it's called. And I want to call this like you know, like robot wars. Essentially, it's like you put a bunch of guys like in a mountain somewhere and you release like robots into the mountain and the guys and the robots are battling. And it's like, uh, I don't think, I think swords, axes, hammers would be the ideal scenario. You know, so if the robot catches you, like it can break your leg, like the robots can't kill you, but the robots are smart enough to like plan sneak attacks and like flank you and take people hostage, you know what I mean? So there is some risk to the game, and if the robots catch you, they will break your legs or break your arms or something like that. So you are a bit fearful. Like, you're not fearful you're going to die, but you will be seriously injured if the robot catches you. And what's fun about this game is that you could beat the robots by uh, pillaging them and murdering them. And, you know, so it's like a win-win. So it's like you don't die. You don't have to kill anything. But yet it's like kind of like a war game. And, you know, it allows you to release that stress and that tension. And it allows you to feel glory. And when you feel glory, you feel like a, a virtuous, victorious warrior. And with that, I think your anxiety would just generally go down a lot. It'd be kind of like that Westworld thing. You know, where people like, I mean, they ever look like they really enjoyed it. And then the show, but this would be just like male focused and the theme is war, just graphic, graphic war. We put like, like robot, like the robot blood and, um, and the robots will be like, do not hurt me and you just go ah and you smash him over the head with a battle axe well okay maybe that would be <laughs> that would be a little bit too much we're not trying to create sociopathical uh uh bloodthirsty men we're just trying to make like nice relaxed a relax, like if, uh, if like you could possibly like, instead of war elephants, you could have a war cloud and you could drift in slowly and throw a spear through someone off your cloud. And you just kind of sit like a Buddha on the cloud. It's like, yes, we're murdering, but we're murdering it in a very relaxed and enlightened way. I feel like I bring up murder a lot on this podcast. I'm not a murderer, but I, you know, it's just an interesting dynamic. I don't know. All right. Uh, that's about 20 minutes here. So I appreciate uh, you listening. Um, and yeah, this was uh, episode 10. Uh, glory 
destroyer of depression. Uh, So thank you for the time. Have a good day. See you later.